I am super excited to have Tasca Reno here today with me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you, and what a beautiful place to be. I can't think of a better one. Thank you so much, Maya, and the rest who are listening. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. So. I know that we were introduced through a mutual friend, which is always the best way to meet, in my opinion. So <laughs> tell us tell us a little bit about what you do, and uh, then we'll dive into kind of how you got, got started on this journey. So my work is very much to inspire women of a certain age, and some men, to live their best life independent of the number. Uh, it's, it's kind of been my journey to discover that this is possible. Uh, my background is uh, not directly related to this, but it was a, a number of circumstances that landed me there. And I made some brilliant discoveries. So I, I am the founder of the Eat Clean movement. I am the person who started that whole revolution around about 2003, 2004. And it's still running strong, but it originated right here <laughs> because I changed my life using this way of eating. I know I read that on your website and, you know, just reading through your background and of course heard that through our mutual friend. <laughs> and yeah. I thought that was amazing. And the Eat Clean movement is huge. And the fact that that all started just within you how did that come to be? I read a little bit about, you know, you, you, and you didn't have clean eating habits and this. So what was the, the birth of this? What was the inspiration? So there's a lovely way to think about this. You can, you can sort of connect the dots in retrospect, but at the time I didn't see it happening. And so um, I discovered eating clean through a challenge that was offered to me by a chance meeting with a world-class figure physique and bodybuilding coach. He was also a massive publisher of some of the first powerful physique magazines in North America, um, Oxygen, Clean Eating, Muscle Mag, et cetera. But this man, I was basically teaching his daughter grade one and he offered me a challenge. He said, if you're up for it, I see something. I would love to coach you to become a world-class competitor. And at the time I had just left my, uh, the father of my three daughters, um, that relationship had gone sour. I was mm -hmm. kind of starting again. And I thought, wow, if somebody hands that opportunity to me, you're not going to say no. I was really looking to change my health and my physique because at the time I had the heaviest I weighed was 204 pounds. So, oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. So, and it was uh, basically through Robert Kennedy, his coaching, who basically said, look, like, if you're going to take this on, you're going to have to eat the way I tell you to eat and train the way I tell you to train. And I'm like, okay, sounds good to me. And I went to work reshaping my physique through eating clean. We didn't call it that at the time. It was just a, a couple of words thrown together by uh, really radical type of physique enthusiast, but it, it worked for me in such a way as to eliminate all of the things that I'd been eating that had gotten me to be overweight, namely sugars, refined sugars and, mm -hmm. and carbohydrates that weren't serving me and fueling my body with nutrient dense protein, complex carbohydrate and good fat. And the, the 
the carving out of muscle and, uh, and the, the disappearance of fat was to me mind boggling to witness that kind of transformation. And that's what I did to myself. And when it started happening and I started competing and then getting notoriety on magazine covers everywhere, I thought this is something that can be translated into a doable thing for everyone else who's struggling with five, 10, 100 pounds of additional weight they'd like to lose or more. Yeah. Uh, because, it, because it's not a situation where you're starving. I yeah. was actually eating more food than I ever thought possible yeah. and still getting rid of that uh, unhealthy excess weight. So that was the, the birth of it all. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God. I love, I love that story. So it's like, this is my problem personally. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this, especially women, I say that too, especially women, because there are some men that listen and, and follow right. me too. Um, but you know, my big issue is carbs. <laughs> I read on your website that you were a sugar holic and you were, <laughs> you had a sweet tooth. Um, mine is carbs. So I think we all have kind of our Achilles heel. So you went really all in. You really yeah. just went all in. So what kept you motivated seeing those results in the beginning? I mean, you had a coach, like, was it just kind of the perfect marriage and storm? What kept you motivated to continue and then continue this lifestyle until now? Well, you know, I was, excuse me, I was very hungry, if you'll pardon the pun, to make changes. I was unhappy <laughs> with myself. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I have three at the time I had three young daughters. I now have four, but I had three young daughters who I thought if I continue on this path, I will not be around to see them grow up, to see them get married, to see them have children because I was experiencing heart palpitations, heart issues. My father died of heart disease young. Um, I was severely blood sugar dysregulated, meaning I would pass out. I would become hypoglycemic, jittery, shaky, wow. brain fog, emotionally irrational. And my life was, my health was very, very much in jeopardy. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I just made that decision one day when I nearly passed out on a flight of stairs going up to say goodnight to my kids that this had to change and it changes now. And I didn't really know how I was going to do it. But I think when I made the decision in my head, the teacher showed up yes. and there was the teacher and he had a proven track record, which I came to discover because he, he discovered many women and put them on magazine covers and that he was willing to take me on just made me fiercely committed to the experience, to the journey. And I became a willing student, but admittedly the results came quickly like i was losing five pounds a week with no trouble and feeling absolutely amazing yeah uh so the small wins gave me huge confidence to continue forward mm -hmm. yeah i think that's what is so important too when people are going on these you know weight loss journeys it's not just about losing the weight it's changing a whole entire lifestyle, which I'm preaching to the choir because you are the expert in this. But I think it's something I talk about even when I'm coaching leadership is having a true why behind what you're doing. And I think you really hit the nail on the head. You had a real why you were yeah. really doing this because you wanted to be there for your daughters. They were a huge why and purpose in your life. And I think it's really important that when we're, we're doing something like this, we understand the why behind it because it continues our commitment to it. So I love that, that you shared that. Um, but I think it's also interesting that you shared when you made the, um, the 
commitment in your mind and you were like, I'm going to, going to change this. You had this gentleman come into your life. It's, I believe in the law of attraction. I'm big on I law do. of attraction. <laughs> so I do too. Yes, I see that. Yes. So I'm like, you know, I think when we really have our mindset right and our mind is right, or when we, we shift, it comes into our life. So I love that you're sharing that with my listeners because it, it is really, really true. So if someone is, is wanting to make this, you know, life change, what is some advice? Because they might not have this gentleman walk into their life. So they might have to make some, some shifts in their life. So, I mean, there's so many things out there right now, right? Tuska, like there is juice cleanses, like there is, you know, beach body, there is, you know, I mean, what, what is right? What is wrong? What is like, where do people start? It's overwhelming a little bit. It is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And I think, um, you know, a lot of programs do work, but always to, to, to have that caution in the back of your mind, is the program vetted? Is it legitimate? And is it something that's sustainable for life? For example, some programs will ask you to starve or fast for a number of days in a row and drink certain liquids and whatever it may be. And that is not ultimately sustainable. I think we have to flip the idea of nutrition around and begin with the idea in mind that proper clean nutrition isn't necessarily about weight loss initially. What it is, is fueling all of those 7.5 trillion cells in your body to operate at their optimal best. So when we're introducing excellent fuel into our body to do that, weight loss happens to be a byproduct. But what you're really doing is exchanging toxic food for healing foods and nourishing yourself and healing a lot of damage that's done by this refined modern diet that we've embraced, which has become a disastrous chemical experiment, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, So the place to begin is to really flip your thinking around and think, okay, weight loss will be a byproduct, but what I really need to bank on is a lifestyle so that I know how to eat and what to eat and how to nourish myself so that I can show up feeling my level best, sparkling, fantastic, energized, sexy, sensual, Mm -hmm. colorful, clear-minded, vibrating through the clarity of a highly energized body and mind that you have achieved through eating high-energy foods. That's the goal. And then weight loss just happens secondarily. And I think that's a thrill for people. So I have a program called Strike Sugar. It's a four-week sugar reset. It gives every organ that manages blood sugar and every cell in your body a chance to, I don't have to deal with sugar. And it's not advertised as a weight loss program. It's a lifestyle program to help you recognize where sugar is in your diet and then how you can remove it by eating these other foods. You reset your palate, but what happens every time is people lose between three to five pounds of weight a week. That's how I did it. So I know it works. And they come out of it feeling better. They come out of it with less hot flashes from their menopause because sugar is so inflammatory. They come out of it um, more virile, vital, more energized, less brain fog, clearer skin, thicker hair. They're not losing their hair. They feel sensual. They feel connected in their bodies because their body has now become a beautiful place to live. 
I love that. And I think it's amazing because you've created this, but you lived it. And I think when you live something and then you create it, it's so powerful. You know, I mean, you can live this experience. So that sounds like an amazing program. Um, so a lot of my listeners I shared with you tend to range, you know, we have thirties, forties, fifties. So I'm in my thirties. So what are, is there different advice you give to women as they go through different, you know, times in their life for um, nutrition, things we should be aware of or is it just kind of across the board what we should be doing nutrition wise i'm totally clueless with this so fill me in tosca like what should we be doing well there are periods of your life called the fertile years mm -hmm. where your nutrition should be skewed to the idea of supporting fertility if that's your goal and so um there may be a segment of your population that's very interested in that. And, and some of the key things would be to remove sugar out of the diet because again, sugar is highly inflammatory and has a negative effect on hormones. And of course, hormones are responsible for, you know, how we show up, how we get pregnant, how we procreate, how we create in our minds. Uh, so taking the inflammatory sugars out of the diet is, has a big, big effect. But there are also uh, other types of mineral-rich foods that you need to be considering if, in fact, you're having a child. And, of course, you're going to follow the guidance of your obstetrician, pediatrician, naturopath who will coach you through the experience. For the most part, women who are about 35 on up to 70 are in something called perimenopause. So there's the pre-menopause, the menopause, and post-menopause. And for many women, this is an absolute conundrum. They don't know what the experience is supposed to feel like and what they're supposed to do to help themselves. North American women particularly feel like, oh, I'm going to have to go through the hell that my mother and her mother went through. I'm going to be sweating. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a raging, you know, uncontrollable emotional mess. Uh, I'm not going to be sexy or sensual in any way at all. This is hell. This is just, and it's not true. Um, the hope is, uh, the beacon of hope, I should say, are those women in Asia who don't experience menopause in this way. What's the big difference? It's the refined, modern food, overly sweet, toxic diet that we have allowed ourselves to believe in as food. And so it's, it's a bit of a platitude for me to, see, for me to say, just eat clean. But yes. the point is, eat <laughs> yeah. clean. Mm -hmm. eat clean, remove those, you can think of something called the pits. It's an acronym for poor digestion, poor foods, poor digestion, infection, toxins, trauma, stress, and lack of sleep, the pits. And our immune system slash our body slash our function all becomes diminished or depressed in the presence of these foods that don't deliver nutrients to us. On the other hand, when you're drinking mineral-rich water, so you're drinking water that has been enriched with minerals, I always put a little pinch of pink Himalayan salt in my water because that's loaded with electrolytes, minerals. So we need to mineralize ourselves. We are still, water is still the number one nutritional deficiency in North America, bar I none. I believe that. So more minerals. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And, and of course, everybody's carrying around more water, but in the other hand, they're drinking uh, caffeinated beverages. Or and dehydrating beverages. them. Yeah. And dehydrating. Yeah. 
coming right. So you're coming in a place. Uh, you're coming in at a place of lack of of hydration slash lack of minerals. Now, also when you're eating refined foods, there's a tax on your your bones and blood because bones buffer blood. So when you're eating sweet, sweet, sweet all the time, you're acidifying your blood, and now your bones have to release precious minerals out of their system into the blood to neutralize the acidity. So being aware of where the sugar is, is a key piece. Also adding certain things like healthy fats to your diet. Fat has been villainized. It's not a bad thing unless you're eating bad fats. But when you're eating things like avocados, coconut oil, flax seeds, uh, chia seeds, healthy nuts, etc. Now you're introducing healthy fats into your system, coconut oil, for example, where you are able to feed the hormonal systems, your heart systems, the kinds of fats that they prefer to function at their best. And all of those things help with menopause as well. I mean, I have a menopause method program, which is 12 models to teach you about your menopausal self and how to advocate for certain types of testing or care or practice when you go to your own healthcare practitioner. But it's, it's a lovely education that women have soundly embraced because there's a lot of uncertainty about what menopause is and what people are supposed to feel. And men are just as confused about it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a whole other episode for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thank you for sharing all of that. Uh, Definitely. I think it's interesting. And I do think it's interesting that women over in Asia have a totally different experience than us. And I, I'm not shocked by it though, because of the way that we eat and you know, my, my husband's a chef and since marrying him and having a relationship with him, um, my eating habits have fortunately changed and gotten much better. I traveled for work for many, many years, but, um, so it's gotten better, but something a lot of my listeners, uh, have questions about or think about, and this is actually something personally that I struggle with too, is, um, and my husband's helped me with this, is endometriosis and dealing with this and a specific uh, diet for this. And my husband has cooked specific diets for me and like we've done cleanses or diets and things like that. Do you recommend certain things for women dealing with, um, you know, uh, is it a PCOS or, you know, endometriosis, things like that. Um, what are your recommendations for women coming to you with those issues? When they come to me with those issues, the first thing I, I put out is that my disclaimer that I am not a physician. Yeah. Um, I am a nutritional therapy practitioner so that I can help assess nutritional deficiency and sufficiency in various areas. But when it comes to that, uh, those kinds of issues like PCOS and and infertility, lack of libido, etc. The menopause method can address that. And I built it with my daughter, who's a naturopathic doctor, whose specialty is exactly what you've just asked me about women's hormonal issues. Love it. Including fertility, fertility, lack of fertility, uh, endometrial issues, uh, hormonal imbalances, etc. So so I recommend that you begin by, by educating yourself about your situation, uh, whether that means participating in a program like mine or going to a physician or actually going to what I consider to be the best source, which is a naturopath who can understand your journey and the symptoms. You didn't get endometriosis by accident. You just didn't wake up one day and there it was. No. There were a number of things that were ongoing that brought you to that place. Mm-hmm. And pain by its definition is a sign, an alert for you, anyone who's experiencing pain, to pay attention 
the body's trying to tell you something so pay attention so have a discussion with a <clears throat> a, a solid uh, naturopath who has maybe a, a foundational practice in hormones as my daughter does dr rachel cordetti sergeant and uh, then have that discussion and find out what the types of foods are to eat. In the meantime, when you're trying to find that particular doctor or build the relationship, 100% remove those refined foods from your diet. Eat closer to the earth. Eat clean so that you can feel better and bring this body to the practitioner who can then fine tune next steps for you. So I, that's why I always, I start everyone, everyone, everyone with strike sugar, because it's the thing that is the most insidious and the most harmful. Uh, so that, that's my approach. Yeah, definitely. What is your feeling? So gluten is the craze, right? The gluten-free, gluten-free. Now I am actually, I have a lot of food allergies, so I do have that allergy that comes up. But, you know, it's a lot of people make fun of it. They say it's not a real thing. They say it is a thing. What's your take on, on gluten? So the thing to understand about gluten is that it comes from wheat and other types of foods, but predominantly wheat, where the wheat that we are eating today is genetically so greatly modified that it in no way resembles the wheat that was eaten years ago. Mm -hmm. So it delivers a very different type of wheat hit to your body it it is uh, wheat is one of the few grains or plants that when you start doing genetic modifications to it it amplifies with every modification so it's almost like a genetic freak when we eat wheat built from modern wheat so my recommendation is always if you're going to eat any wheat at all you must eat it in the properly prepared format which is soaked and fermented and that means even your flour, which is the original sourdough or unleavened bread, right? Sourdough, which is mm -hmm. souring your flour before you ingest it. And then you begin the whole sourdough process because in that process, the, the SCOBY or the symbiotic community of organisms, bacteria and yeast break down the fiber, the gluten, the wheat to A, make it more readily digestible in the gut, but also to release more nutrients. So that's part of the definition of eating clean is properly prepared foods. Mm -hmm. And we've forgotten how to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and you need to be doing the same thing with your grains, whether it's rice, oats, buckwheat, spelt, amaranth, quinoa, millet, whatever it is, all these things need to be soaked before you ingest them. So you limit the harm on the gut because that's ultimately where the problem lies. Um, avoiding gluten doesn't protect you from what's potentially hidden in other types of food that do contain gluten. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's the proper preparation and eating foods that have less of that, uh, in, that protein in it in the first place. And there's plenty of other things to eat that don't have gluten in them. Um, and then also to make this distinction between gluten allergy and gluten sensitivity, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are actually profoundly allergic and, and become quite ill. Mm -hmm. And some just have a sensitivity. Both are difficult and challenging, but knowing that that is you and also perhaps following up with a naturopath who can guide you in the right direction because a doctor has very little nutritional training, whereas a naturopath spends four to five years studying nutrition. So you're going to get a lot more holistic answers there. But I didn't sugar. know that. I didn't know that. Fun fact. I love learning new stuff. So yes. I had no idea that uh, a naturopath goes through that much 
training. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like the holistic approach to wellness. And often it begins with food. If something, think, think about your, yourself as a series of chain links, beginning with the brain, the mouth, the stomach, the digestive tract, and the elimination. And when there's something wrong in the belly, go back up the chain and think about what's broken. Was I driving down the highway at 100 miles an hour eating my, you know, what I took, got from drive-through food? Was I taking the time to chew properly, prepare myself for the food and digestive experience? Um, was I, do I have enough stomach acid? Am I, am I rested? Am I in a state of stress and anxiety all the time? Um, am I eating foods that are rather, that are attacking me rather than fueling me? So you can always, if you're constipated, something up here is happening. Something else mm-hmm. is happening up the chain. And that's how it works. It's all linked together in these chains. I seriously, I just, I love this conversation because I, well, the gluten thing I have to ask, I'm like, I, I was itching to ask you this because it's mm-hmm. such a, a, a funny thing but like a controversial thing and people don't think it's a thing but it is a thing and i'm european and so when i used to go over to europe as a kid and we would eat that raw bread like out in the middle of nowhere in like switzerland and we never didn't think about that and we never felt sick or anything it's just a totally different experience and people often say that when they travel to these places where it's made raw and the way we eat food here is just totally different and it is a real thing but you know people get caught up in it and and other food sensitivities too but they're not really to your point preparing it or thinking about it and and really learning about it the right way you know you might not be sensitive to it or you might not be allergic to it but yeah it's probably not the best thing for you to be ingesting and your body is reacting to it. So, well, yeah. So go back to the, you know, the Ezekiel bread, the sourdough, the original unleavened bread, the, the grains that have been properly prepared before they're put into bread and, you know, a loaf of, and I probably shouldn't name brands, but white, <laughs> white puffy bread yeah. um, doesn't qualify as bread in many cases. Subway yeah. in Ireland is not allowed to call their bread bread because there's more sugar in it than there is flour. And that is just a harm. That's going to be an insult to your body. That's going to give you trouble all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It does. I mean, for me, I just, I knew, and it wasn't shocking to me when I went to my allergist, like it was five years ago now. And they were like, did you know you had this going on? Cause I have to go every couple of years, you know, yeah. extreme. I am completely anaphylactic to all shellfish nuts have been, you know, most of all of my yeah. life. But, yeah. um, I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, check this out on your back. <laughs> like you need to look at this. So a wow. lot of things were answered for me cause I wasn't processing it well. And you know, I, it answers a lot of things for me. So this is super fascinating for me. And I understand now why my husband, when he was like, we need to kind of shift your diet and get you back to like a lot of the, the good proteins, a lot of greens. He's big on the greens. He's like, you've got to get to greens. You've got to get to all of that. I'm like, Oh my God. So you would love him and what he is, you know, having me eat. Um, but kind of tell me, you've been talking about a couple of your programs. I've seen them on your site. They look like so awesome. And I know they're all different and they're for different, um, you know, things that you're trying to achieve, but what does it look like kind of high level to go through a program with you? So I believe that each of my programs is a step along a journey to your optimal wellness, which is your birthright. Mm -hmm. Uh, and everyone is somewhere along a continuum, whether they're well or not well, it doesn't matter. So 
that for me, the, the path is always beginning with uh, strike sugar. So it's a four week full program with menu plans, recipes, instructions, motivation and inspiration to get you sugar free. It gives your organs of blood sugar, your blood sugar handling, pancreas, adrenals, liver, and spleen, uh, an opportunity to uh, cleanse themselves of the existing sugar in your body and begin to process in a different way, uh, the, the, the right way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so the benefits of that are multiple. It, it certainly is a shift in the thinking about what food is because a lot of people don't know what food is anymore. I, that's so confusing. And then, for example, a Fit Commit program would be the next step, which is, okay, now you've gotten yourself cleansed. You understand uh, what it is that makes you feel your best. You're feeling good. Let's get you moving. And then you move through Fit Commit, which is a six-week program, teaching about exercise, teaching about how to move your body and shape uh, muscle from whatever you got going on. And then we move on to, if you're, you know, menopausal, which again, menopause begins around the age of 35 with a decline in our estrogen mm-hmm. and estrogen function. And it goes on until you, so there's a big bulk of women, especially Zoomer population, because we're just going right through that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that menopause program is a 12 module, go at your own pace, education 101 about hormones, how they work written with my daughter, the naturopath, how you can advocate for yourself. There's some tests she recommends you can do like the Dutch test and a few others to give you a sense of where you are hormonally. And then you can go into your doctor and say, look, here's where I'm at. Here are the results. How can you help me? And I make better decisions about my menopause experience. And, you know, I have to say this, Maya, I was surprised at the number of women who don't quite fully understand what menopause is. Wow. So I think this is a beautiful, gentle program to teach you at the basics about your body. We spend more time teaching everybody about menstruation in our, in in puberty, but very little about how we cease to be that hormonal woman and who do we become then? And, and do we have the right to feel sensual and sexy? And will my body respond in the way that I hope it will during a sexual encounter? And these are all important questions that leave you know, no one has really bothered to give us an explanation about. So yeah, yeah. No, I love that you said that, and I feel like I was almost meant to read this. So I was on social media last night and reading through different things, and I try not to get down these comment, you know, hole black holes I call them. And I was, it was a, a female post, and she had uh, gotten pregnant at an an older age. She was, I think, close to forty or around forty. Yep which great, we're able to do that now. And with the help of your doctor and healthy and all of that. And um, there were men commenting on there about uh, menopause, about how it wasn't appropriate. You should get uh, pregnant at 32 and younger, just these, uh, these odd things. First of all, you shouldn't be commenting on that, but it's so interesting. I I was, I was laughing about it with my husband. I'm like, men, first of all, should not be allowed to comment on that unless they are a physician. Right. Right. And then second of all, they just, just know, right. um, Yeah. But it's, yeah, just stop. But it's interesting because this really leads up to what we're discussing. It feels like as a woman, you know, I'm 34, I'm going to be 35 next year. It feels like at 35, all your information just kind of goes to die. And it's like, I really don't know what happens to me next. I just know that my fertility 
technically, I mean, every woman's body is a little bit different. You know, I could be fertile until I'm 40, you know, maybe it stops this year. I don't know. Right. It's up to me and my doctor to figure that out and my team of people, but it feels like you kind of go to, to, to die after that. Right. And so there's no information. So I love that you're sharing this and I love that we're having this conversation because there's this whole chapter of your life, chapters and chapters and chapters, and your body is still amazing and doing amazing things. And we need to take care of ourselves, not just for 35 years, (laughs) but for 35 plus to come. And there's a lot that we can do. Yeah. So I I, I feel it's funny. I saw that because I feel like I was meant to read that and share that funny story with you because I was like, Oh my God, really 32. It all ends. Okay. I guess I'm done. So, (laughs) well, and, and so, yeah, but I mean, I think that's partly, you know, the North American myths that have evolved around this and that we sometimes tend to think about the older woman as a a crony or dried up and uh, useless. But this is why I love to have this conversation with you and others that, that there's this beautiful power within us that is, this is the age of the feminine right now. And there's no being dried up. There's no, unless you believe in that for yourself, which you have a choice not to, that there is so much yet to come because think about that beautiful chapter of your life where you're no longer having to worry about periods or pregnancy and that relief sets in and then you begin to love and experience your body in this beautiful new way Mm -hmm. with freedom and curiosity and there's so much information but information that resonates with you so that you can still show up as a perfectly expressive sexual sensual desirable woman I like to think I'm 61 it ain't over I'm sorry but it's not over uh, you look fabulous. I follow you on Instagram and obviously I see you right now and you look gorgeous and fabulous. So I definitely am going to listen to everything you have to say. Um, and yeah, I mean, why would we, why are we thinking about this in a negative way? I mean, look at all, I mean, no periods anymore. Um, there's a way for us to not have all these symptoms that we've had in the past. Like let's embrace it. Let's embrace these next chapters in our life. So I love that you have this for women and that you've lived it so that you can share it. And I really liked what you shared too about your program, because I've always wondered with these programs and I've, I've tried them guys. Like I'm like over here as like the, the dummy that's tried them. You know, I've done this, I've done that. And some work, (laughs) some don't, you know, but I haven't been able to sustain them. But what I like about what you're sharing is that you start out with the focus on changing what you're eating and the habits and really creating that first. Then you're moving into, no pun intended, right? The movement, moving into the movement. So I I like that because for me, when I've started all these exercise and, you know, routines and stuff like that, especially the past two years, I had a severe car accident two years ago. So getting movement again has been challenging for me. And so eating right is really the first because I don't want to get on that treadmill or I don't want to go for walks no. and I don't if I don't no. feel good. So that makes sense nope. to me. A hundred percent. Must start. Well, you know the formula. Your wellness can be summed up in a formula like this, and it's eighty percent nutrition. 10% movement and 10% genetics. Mm-hmm. So the bulk of it is what we are putting in our mouth, and that experience we need to get that settled and sorted. And, and for anybody who's wondering like, oh, you know, how do I, what do I have to quit first? I ask this one question. I say, what is the one food you can't do without? And primarily with women, the answer is twofold. It's 
alcohol and chocolate. And for the period of the duration of strike sugar, you're going to do without yep. and see what happens. And that will be your greatest teaching. Those foods are considered teachers and you will learn from the experience. You know, what does alcohol actually make me feel like? Do I like that experience? Am I using it as a reward or how am I using alcohol? What does chocolate do to me, et cetera? So, so I find that these are, are instances to, to experience a, a lesson in life about yourself. And then your body is going to respond. It's going to talk to you and it'll say, you know what, doing without that alcohol, that half bottle of wine every night, pretty darn good when you do that for four weeks straight. I'm feeling fantastic, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. Oh my God, that that is really, really true. And that's what's happened when I've done these like cleanses, but a week or, you know, even two weeks, it's not long enough to create that full feeling. And like you said, I love that. Let your body talk to you and like you get to actually listen. I love that. So I, I scare people. <laughs> I scare people <laughs> with the strike sugar when I say, now get ready because somewhere in the first week you're going to have something called the dump and they're all like "Ooh, what's the dump and i say you're gonna be so proud of yourself because you will look at you know the elimination that you've had and you look at it and go did, did i do that and it will be your body thanking you saying thank you for ridding this toxic substance from yeah. me <laughs> i can now show up and do a better job and you'll get that dump experience and it will really galvanize you to move forward and like i'm going to keep doing this because this is great mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah no i can <laughs> i can completely understand that but it's I, it is hard and i yeah i'm sure everyone listening would be like yep wine chocolate love my yep. vodka soda because <laughs> yep, i can relate exactly. to totally yes. Oh my gosh. Well, Tosca, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me. So where can people find you? I was going to ask if you work with your daughter, but you already answered that question. So yeah. that's great. So where can people find you and work with you and follow this amazing program? Thank you. It's, I'm going to make it super easy. Toscareno.com. Uh, you, you can follow, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook and that's my website. And through my website, you can also connect with my daughter, uh, Dr. Rachel Cordetti. So, and uh, there's nothing we love more than to help you create miracles within your body. And miracles are just shifts in perception of self. So we can change the world for you. I love that. Thank you so much, Tosca. Okay, guys, make sure you guys work with Tosca. Check out her website. We'll also tag all of that in the show notes. And thanks so much again for joining My Opinion, Women for Women Wednesday.